We live. We live. It's the Daniel and Tita podcast episode 13. Lucky number 13. You know what I mean? We got Ken Kong in the building. How you doing, everybody? Let just introduce ourselves. I'm Daniel. I'm Tita. Aisha. I'm Dip. Ken Kong, yeah. Ken Kong's in the building. Ken Kong. Man, Welcome. We... Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to Man. be here with such fine humans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't even know how to introduce this man. Man of many talents. Many talents. Many talents. Uh, a man that's about the community as well. True. Deep in the community. Um, I remember when I was entering the uh, the music scene out here. One of the names I did hear was Ken Kong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And you know the crazy part? A lot of people don't even. Like, if they meet me now, they don't yeah. even know about they the music. That. That's, what? that's one of the many questions. We gonna, and we going we gonna, we gonna to get there. Because right. that's one of the many questions. Like, I think in this kind of era, you know, it's a different right. era. I don't think many people are you kind of involved. You kind of involved with a different section, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? From the from your music, you yep. know what I'm saying? Right. So let's talk about your, the, how did, because uh, you're originally from, Chicago, Chicago, yes. West Chicago out here. Yes, sir. Let's Everybody about, from the child here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your music career, Boss Man. How did you uh um talk about your music career experience? Um I always did write, you know, but um as far as making music and producing, yes. I, I it was sort of like I felt I have to do I had to do it because I couldn't, you know, in Phoenix at that time, it was a little bit different. Like, right. it wasn't like, you know, <laughs> yeah. everybody had dope beats. You, you know, right. everybody had, you know. So, I, I, you know, I had more music in my head than the people that I knew right. at that moment to give me that music. So right. when you hear something and then you learn, I just, I'm one of these people, just show me the basics. Right. And once I see that, I'm good. And that's how I started doing music. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the crazy part, the actual process of me recording music yeah. happened because I was going through a, a bad breakup. Wow. Oh, wow. And I needed to move that energy somewhere else because, you know, it, it's hard if anybody ever been in a bad relationship, yeah. Oh, yeah. especially if you're cohabitating. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you need that space. And right. sometimes, you know, the, the me doing the music uh, allowed me the uh, freedom to be in a different space, right. even though I was in the same, right. you know, home and everything. Yeah. And she wasn't really supportive. Because, and I won't, I won't say she didn't support the music. I think she thought I was just using it mm -hmm. as an excuse to not deal right, with her. Deal. <laughs> right. Until a friend of mine came over and he was like, yeah, let me hear something. And right. then when I started playing these beats, he was like, yeah. Man, I, you did, you did all these. And I was like, yeah. And then her eyes kind of was like, right. Oh, wow. He was really in there working. I thought he was just work. up in there, you know, just trying to get away and everything. <laughs> but that's how I met Dip because yep. he was with Dove Nation at the time. Yep. <laughs> and they, they was at, um, out in uh, Tempe at, uh, what's the spot that, that closed? Um, uh, Big Fish Pub. Big Fish yeah. Pub. Yeah. And everybody was, everybody was in there. Yeah. Long time ago. Time. Yeah, long time ago. All the way out of <laughs> and uh I was like, hey man, I like what y'all doing, man. I, I got some music, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Can I, you know, and 
they at least a lot listen. You know right. what I'm saying? I remember but because what people don't understand, now it's a different ball game. Right. You can put your music out and everybody can hear it all at one time and then they can get at you immediately. Right. Back then, it was like, hey, I got some music, man. I want, can y'all check it out? They were like, yeah, let me get your number. Right. But it was like a year until like I had one of my OGs in uh, drama that was just in here a minute yeah, yeah, yeah. ago. He... um. He was working with a, one of my partners named Larry back in the day. Really? Mm-hmm. So Larry, my OG partner. So they like family. Wow. So when I, I stopped by Larry's house and I was playing this music and he was like, I was like, man, ain't nobody messing with me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Ken, your beats is dope. You should start doing it yourself. And I was like, man, I don't really, I'm, I'm too old to be rapping and right. all this kind of <laughs> stuff now. And he was like, nah, Ken, you should do it. And once... I started recording and it just started to feel real good. Then I started performing. Mm -hmm. And then the same people that I told a year ago that I had beats, Mm -hmm. when they heard the music, they was like, man, who do your beats? And I was like, I do my beats. (laughs) (laughs) And they was like, man, let me get your number. And I would, this is how I would do them. I would say, man, yeah, hit me. And they would call me and I would go, Oh, I already got your number. I told you a year ago. (laughs) Man. So it is crazy. And, music is is just always been a part of my life you know yeah. you know being in chicago you're in the center of everything from east to west north yeah. to south so mm-hmm. we got everything coming right. through there so right. you know with me it wasn't like i only listen to this kind of music or that kind of music i just listen to music right, right. i must have been drunk one of those nights man because i do not remember <laughs> you saying that you make your motherfucking beat yeah i mean i'm I was probably drunk, man. You you know? that, that's a good possibility. It could have been. It's 100%. I used to say that's a possibility. It could have been. That's yeah. my bad. <laughs> we should have, our beats was whack as fuck, too. We should have been getting beats from this nigga. I don't know what we was doing. We so, was whack, man. So how, how long you been in uh, Arizona? I've been here actually 30 years. People, 30 years? Yeah, people think I'm a, a child. My birthday is next Friday. Well, happy birthday right Thank now. you. And we'll be doing a celebration this Tuesday at my event, The Underground Experience. We definitely gonna get into that. And, we definitely um, gonna talk about that. I'll be 47 this week, man, oh, next week. Man. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. Right. 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 But I, I tell people that because you have some people that feel like, when you hit a certain age, certain people will try to put you in a box and tell mm-hmm. you you can't do certain yep. things. Or you you know what I'm saying? No, like, you can't. If that your whole, energy is right, you good. The right. whole box thing is done to me. That's yeah, all right. That's right. back in the 90s and the early 2000s. Right. I mean, we that got whole box thing is 55, 60 still rapping. Right. Right. So, you Killing know what I'm saying? Jay Z's damn near 50 years old. Yeah. Uh, still uh, going to play. 40. 40. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That box thing is played out. So, what do you what do you like doing? Uh, you like rapping or producing? Man, what's, what's let me. I the, you know the crazy part when I was in my bathroom getting ready this morning, I looked myself in the mirror and I've had conversations with people and it, something just hit me and I was like, first and foremost, before I'm anything, I'm an MC. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's why I, you know I'm what I'm saying. Like yeah. the the beats came because. I felt I needed to do necessity. it was out of necessity, but me like anybody like, cause I haven't been actually producing or doing too much lately, mm-hmm. but if anybody called me and say, Ken, can you get down oh, my, really? my, my pen game is always active. <laughs> you know, oh, I, you I can I, write, man. Yeah. You know. I get out. 
I so, love seeing you doing your shows. Man. Yeah, I always think it was raw. Yeah, I was always front row. Man, yeah, for sure, you know what I'm saying. I gave you love. You know what I'm saying. I appreciate you dope, that. Man. You yeah. know what I'm saying. I appreciate that. Definitely, definitely. See, there's a legend out here in these streets, man. You know, people need to pay attention. Ken, Ken, Ken Kong's a legend out here. Yeah, 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 um, they ain't woke. They yeah. sleep. Right. I actually, uh, I want to tell a story. Uh, 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 I mean, you know, I ran into Ken outside of the music, like. You got a Walmart a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a couple yeah. times I ran into you, but uh when you was with uh when you were doing your situation with the uh, poetic soul. Yeah. I think it was the day before I got married. Um I, w- I went to po- we went to Poetic Soul. Yeah, yeah, y'all did. And then uh Cosmic was talking to me and about get on stage, get on stage. I'm like, nah, nah, man, this is a different crowd. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Kind of the uh, the poetic people is a different crowd, you know what right. I'm saying? They don't play. <laughs> Uh, but I was like, nah, I don't want to get on stage. And then uh, you came up to me, man. He's like, getting on stage tonight? I said, nah. He said, you you get on stage tonight. Right. And I was like, nah. <laughs> you, that's you, how you do it, man. Hey. Hey. <laughs> He'll make you get on stage. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Good. He, he, he was like, you're on stage. I was like, I ain't got no poem off deck. You know what I'm saying? But then uh, I thought of something I had wrote for Tito like six months. Oh, yeah. Six months ago. And I went on there, but I was shaking. I was oh shaking on How are you shaking on the stage? Was, you get, was, you get on stage and rap with no problem. It's a right. different, it was a different crowd. Oh and um, but yeah, I went on stage, man. And I appreciate you that. The next day, uh, I got married that next day. So that yeah, was, that uh, was that was the Yeah, I remember that. It was, pretty it, dope, it was man. all right, it's time. Thank right. Yeah. The, yeah, that's dope. The crazy part, a, a, a lot of people feel that it's a different crowd. They mm-hmm. just look different, you right. know, because more more people in that world, a little bit more mature, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what it is. But yeah. they all hip from the hip hop right. generation, Definitely. you know what I'm saying? So I used to have to when we first started at Poetic Soul, when I was doing Poetic Soul, um, I would have to use go table to table and be like, okay, who performing? And everybody was like, I'm not, but she is like the whole table <laughs> right. to point out somebody. <laughs> and then I have to go over there and like, what's your name? And they'd be like, no, I'm not getting it. Just tell me your name. You ain't getting on stage. And they give me their name and I'd be like, all right, you next. And then they'd be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. But it was always like, sometimes you have to give people, not, yeah, I call have, it positive peer pressure, Yeah, you know? And some, I remember sometimes we used to have to be, and it wasn't on stage yet. We was all on the floor mm-hmm. in, in the same little room, but you, I was sometimes like, can I get some support up here? And right. like people would come up Definitely. just to be there to show these right. other like artists that because it's one thing to ever anybody's ever been on stage rapping, singing, doing what acting, whatever you do. Just speaking in general, when you have a crowd of people that you really don't know, mm-hmm. and you in your mind all them, man, are they gonna connect with my music? Can I reach them? Right, and you right. know what I'm saying? You always go on stage with that. Definitely. So, you know, I understood where he was coming from, but I know he got music and everything. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? My thing is we have to bridge the gaps. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like they're the same both, way, they're yeah. both the same. They the same, you know. The same. Yeah. The, the yeah. People smoke more better weed than than, than the average person, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, and they drink better too, right. you know right. what I'm saying? It's just you get a little bit more mature. You don't want to dress a certain kind of way. You want to move a certain kind of way, but right. they still they still get down though. Definitely. They still get down. Definitely. And like the, the environment there at the point so man, it yeah. was like I was somewhere else. Oh yeah. Definitely. The, yeah, the energy. It was different. It was like classy. I felt like I was like in, in a 60s saloon or something. <laughs> I was like, this is because I've never been to like no poetic soul, no poetry, you know. Right. You know, back in my in my hometown, there's not, not nothing like, like that. So oh, okay. 
I was like, what's this? He's all they do poetry. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I saw the wine glasses, the ladies with the, the heels and the black right. dress. Right. I was like, I'm like this is different. Yeah. yeah. But but then they sing it. Well, you know, it's just like if you've ever been to any church and right. music comes on. Right. The, the unification of everybody in there, how they glued to that, right. that, that that's how it is. Definitely. Yeah. Same way if somebody says something and doing a spoken word piece and they say something that just hits you and, just, and you look around, everybody going, woo. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So you feel it. You feel it. Either way, you're going to feel it. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, you you know, you don't, you don't expect it to be every, everybody like fun. Like, you know how. In, in the club, people like you know go in their little groups. Right. At the end of the day, when we were because we went like twice or, or three three times, we 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 went like, at the end of the day, everybody's like in the front, you know, like everybody's sitting with everybody, everybody right. talking to everybody, mm-hmm. every everybody's bonding. Right energy, it's, good it's energy. Crazy. It's, yeah. It's completely different. Like like it's a different scenario, but you know, same crowd, you know, same energy. Nice. Yeah, that's what I hate about the hip hop shows. Sometimes mm-hmm. I hear you, the the togetherness. Mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't really there and i think that in those type crowds right. people are a little more you know people are not coming there to be mm-hmm. in let their little clicks, exactly you know what mm-hmm. i mean because that's how it was with the, exactly. most of the hip-hop shows right. it's yeah. just clicks yeah. your right. click my click everybody's click you come your see your click exactly. and that's it yeah. you know and it's more your when a situation like yeah. that and it's more of a together right you know, you know you go to books every every reading for everyone right at right. the hip-hop shows and this stuff it's like oh once once they're off stage everybody right. leaves you know right they right. don't show support like oh Man. yeah you know they don't stay on to watch yeah. they don't stay there to watch the other acts perform now i didn't cuss the crowd out for stuff like that yeah several times it happens but that's very true and it's all about unity and unification at the end of the day because you're gonna have black white mexican right you're gonna have everybody in the building Mm -hmm. especially if you're in arizona native americans you're gonna have everybody in the building and the one thing you don't want people to feel is excluded right you want inclusion and that's the main thing i try to press for you know i you know growing up in church I, all of a sudden, uh, one of my my my, my kinfolk, uh, Jay White, he was in there playing uh, his sax, and he was mm-hmm. doing "Can We Talk." Wow! And shout out to him. He got an album that he just released. That's dope. EP. And uh, I was like, I told the band, "Keep that going." Right. And I told everybody in the building, "Everybody stand up." Right. And everybody stood up. And sometimes we don't realize the power we have. We don't. With our voice right. and a microphone. No, you don't. So I was like, everybody stand up. Everybody on your feet. And everybody stood up. And I was like, go meet three people you didn't know before you got here. Now, go. And everybody scattered. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Everybody, <laughs> everybody just scattered. And it kind of, I, I didn't, re- it wasn't nothing planned. Right. So, but when it happened, I kind of was like, whoa, that's deep. That right. You can like move an entire crowd of people so it made me you know respect what i do on the microphone that much more and you know realize that you can use it for positive or negative Mm -hmm. you know it's very rare that the positive gets shown first no because they'll show anything bad happening to somebody you know first and Mm -hmm. you know people making mistakes people getting hurt but when you're talking about people doing things for the community or or people trying to bring the people together sometimes you don't get the same amount of airplay no you because don't. of the positive situation right. mm-hmm. definitely more negativity is focused on now especially in the, like i said last week the social media generation oh yeah definitely. we just focused on the the negative 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 
Yeah. It's like with uh right now with the teriyaki tech Takashi. I mean Takashi. Teriyaki. He called him teriyaki. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. bad He's thinking about some food right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've been calling him teriyaki for years if you want to know the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? But anyway, uh with his situation, we're gonna share that. Yeah. You know, that's gonna get a million shares. Right. If the kid was doing something positive. No one would really talk about that, right. you know? uh, but you know, he didn't already messed his life up doing stupid shit, but I'm just saying that we don't focus on positive enough, man. We're always focused on the negative things and what we can't do and what we shouldn't do and what this person shouldn't do. And we don't talk about the positive enough. Right. And I think that you definitely bring a lot of positive things to the, uh, to the scene. And, and, um, I think it's pretty dope what you've been doing, man, with, uh, what you, what you're doing right now, what you got going. Um, um Monday nights I have my own radio show. Mm-hmm. I need to bring y'all it's, on uh, too. It's uh let's talk about let's it, right? talk about seven it. to nine, oh, right? seven to nine Arizona time mm-hmm. icon. Shout out to everybody over there. For and sure. shout out to my people over at Support District Radio. That's family too. Um but on my radio show, I, I try to bring like in things to light that we don't normally talk about. Right. Um I focus on a different on a week-to-week basis mm-hmm. i do things different usually first week of the month we talk about local issues in the community and right. politics and, and politics okay. on a local and national level okay. uh the second week we do financial planning and money management okay. so i bring in a financial planner to come in and you know have people uh ask questions because what i found in the minority community if you don't have somebody that looks like you you sometimes have a question, but you don't feel comfortable asking them because right. you don't, don't want to feel like uh, yeah, exactly. uneducated. Exactly. So when you, you know, bring people in that look like you mm-hmm. and you can ask them questions and you can meet with them and you can, that, that's powerful. So that's Definitely. been good. Um, we also have been talking about mental and physical health because especially in the minority community, those are two issues that we don't really talk about, especially no. mental health. We don't. We don't talk about it. Um, we've also done shows on love and relationships, of right. course. Um, we just recently done a show about um, families dealing with um, other family members that have been released from jail or prison. Right. And then also helping with the recidivism. Try, I brought in someone that helps felons find jobs and things like that. So th- th- I just try to do things that I feel like the community needs more than just trying to do what everybody else does. And you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just, I just try to be different. Yeah, definitely. I think um, that's important because everybody does hip hop. Right. So I think uh, that's what we're trying to do also. You know right. what I mean? We want to do something different instead of bringing the same old uh, energy to the, right. to the, uh, to the scene. Mm-hmm. Everybody does hip hop. Let's talk about some positivity. Right. Let's talk about some things that's helping out the community and, sure. and what we can do to help the community. So I, I, love, what, I love everything you're doing out there. I so. appreciate yeah. that. I think one of, the, one of the last topics on your show, actually, you know, I watch it. Uh-huh. It was definitely sports woman. It was uh, bridging the gap between black men and black women. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I should have removed black and just said the the gap between (laughs) men and women, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's powerful, man, because a lot of us are carrying around generational baggage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have men that have didn't have fathers to teach them how to be real leaders and men in their home and how to deal with women, how to deal with adversity, how to deal with when that relationship gets difficult, how to communicate better Then you have women who've been 
in a house where maybe their father wasn't there right. and their mother or their aunties is like, you don't need a man. You can right. do things for yourself. And, Definitely. you know, right, right. you have somebody that um, that's supposed to be a man, but he doesn't really know exactly how to be a hundred percent leader. And then you have a woman who doesn't really want to lead or want to follow because she's been told you a leader. So it, it, it could get difficult at times. And then she's also been told that most men are bad leaders. Yes. So it's, it's a, um, it's bad all the way around. It is. And, and especially for the, for it's bad for the black woman and for the black man. Yeah. It's bad for the black woman because she's thinking bad about the black man. Exactly. And she thinks that the black man is really and truly low. Right. You know what I mean? We a are, lot of them. Man, to most races, to most yeah. genders, we're the lowest of the totem pole right, right now. So we need to change that. Yeah. <laughs> then we need to change and, that. And a lot of it had to do with our own accountability. Right. Like it's, yeah. you know, I have a daughter. She's 14. She's a freshman. I just text her this morning. I don't even call her her name. I just call her freshman now. Right. What's up, freshman? <laughs> and, um, but I have, I have two sons too. Um, they're older. My, my daughter is a whole different ball game. Right. Cause I refuse to have my daughter looking for her father figure. Right. In, a, in another boy right. or young man or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And those things are important Definitely. because when you have, especially young ladies in different communities where there's, especially now with the internet and everything, like things that they're exposed to now at such an early age, man, you have to talk to your children. You have to have an open line of communication yeah. where yeah. they feel like they can come and talk to you about anything. Right. Because yeah. if, if they feel like I can't even talk to my parents, you already lost. Right. right. No, you're right. Definitely. Definitely. You know. Um, I don't I wanna ask you how you feel about your transition with uh you was on uh Pillow Talk. Yeah. Also you do you were on the bro show. Yeah. How does that feel um now having your own show? And also I know that you were <clears throat> the host of uh over at um Poetic So uh huh. And now you have your own underground experience. Right. So how does that transition? How you all had to, you know, you have your own now. Yeah. Um. Shout out to <coughs> Pillow Talk. That's where I, I started in radio. Really. Um. Me and, and lovely Amanda, we were friends before, mm -hmm. and she had a post that she was doing a show called Pillow Talk, and I was just being smart, and I was like. How are you going to have a show called Pillow Talk, but you don't have a male perspective on the show? Right, right. And she was like, well, if you want to come on in, come in. And right. I'm like, all right, I'll come in. And I came on, and our chemistry was just so dope. Yeah. She was like, Ken, I need you to come back next week. And I was like, all right, I'm free. And right. then she was like, Ken, I want you to be my co-host. I'm like, all right, cool. Right. And the bro show is actually was created. I created the bro show. Okay. okay. Yeah, that was my creation. Okay. Um uh, a couple of guys, my brother, my, my guy brother, Anthony went to a uh, event one night and there was a lot of women in there. And he said, man, every time I got up to try to say something, the women was cutting me off. I couldn't even get a word out. I said, man, we, I'm going to create a show where brothers like you will get a chance to speak and a woman ain't going to be able to cut you off. I'm going to call it the bro show. And that's how the bro show happened. Okay. Um, then I left because of Poetic Soul, um, we were doing the Thursday nights, and I had me and Q Cosmic. We started Poetic Soul together, so okay. I don't I don't want anybody out there to 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 be misguided with information. Right. We started it together. Right. So um, 
at the time we were doing Wednesdays in Phoenix, which they still do on Wednesdays, we were moved. We had started doing a show on Thursday in Tucson, mm -hmm. okay. which conflicted with me doing pillow talk in a bro show. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what happened. Then that didn't work out, but my guy, uh, Reggie, AKA 78%, he was, he kind of took my spot yeah, yeah. over there. That's like my brother. Like I've been knowing him almost since I've been here. Right. And, um, I, I, I was chilling for a while and I was like, man, I kind of want to get back in the radio, but I want to do my own thing. Right. You know, right. I could talk sex and I could talk all that kind of stuff all day. But at the end of the day, I, I wanted to do something I felt was a little bit more needed. Right. And let's talk about it. Just came out. I hit John blaze. Like, man, I think I want to get back on radio. Right. And he was like, cool. And he was like, what's up with SDR? I said, nothing. We cool. But yeah. I just feel like this is a better platform for right. myself. Right. And out of respect, I called Amanda lovely and just told her just to let you know, I'm coming back and I'm coming over here. We never had an issue or no problems or anything, mm -hmm. but she just respected the fact that I called in advance that right. she didn't find out on the internet right. or through the word, you know right. what I'm saying, on the street. Right. Yeah, from somebody else. So. Stand-up guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the underground... Um, nice guys finish last. <laughs> yeah. The underground became what it was because I left Poetic Soul. We have some creative differences. And sometimes when you have um, individuals that start off one way together, mm -hmm. you can sort of like right bridge and you know break off and start is moving it, in was, opposite directions is that a communication issue it was or? definitely communication okay. it was the communication really went bad and you know i still send people to poetic so because right. my dna is a part of that event right you know and it's still a good event but the underground happened because i took some time away to figure out <laughs> if I, what i wanted to do right. and um the spot that I was that I started the underground in, it's not there anymore. But it was a level below the ground. I was like, man, oh, wow. we underground up in here. Right. <laughs> so that's how the underground came. And then the experience was just when you get here, the whole experience is, is what it is. And we've been going over a year now, almost 18 months, which sure. is crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. And man, I the band, my band is dope. Shout out to DJ DN3, the band, underground funk band. Man, like, so many artists come through there. And it's it's sort of like a musician's cove, too, because right. a lot of musicians come and they right. just go, man, can I just sit in? I'm like, right. man, go ahead. You know, and it's all about community mm -hmm. at networking. the end of the day and networking. Right, and you're giving a platform to people who usually wouldn't even have a platform right. to be able to do music because it's so many fucking hip-hop shows. Right. But we don't have many shows that's based on just music. Right. And just music. And which, what can you play? What right. Do you, what do you love to play? Right. We don't have that. We right. Hip-hop, rap, that's it. And I, I, we, we, you know, I, on my flyers, it always said, all artists welcome. Right. So if you sing, if you rap, if you do spoken word, whatever you do, if you do comedy, whatever, right. I have a stage for you. Right. If you play musician, if you if you play an instrument, come on, sit in, and right. everything like that. So it, it's been uh, a very worthwhile. It's different when you're doing things yourself, because it's really all on you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I'm just glad. Um, I didn't know what I was doing years ago right. was networking. 
I just thought it was just me introducing myself to people and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, man, I like what you do, man. And my name is Ken and right, keep it, right. it. When I started doing my own thing, things came around full circle where I would be like, man, I got an event. Are you available? Hell yeah, I'll do that for you, Ken. And I was just like, yeah. it, you know, it kind of caught me off guard because sometimes you don't know the who's watching. Who's watching. Right. And people have hit me out of nowhere and was like, bro, I've been watching what you're doing, man. I just want to say thank you for what you do. Um, uh, uh, you, uh, like two weeks ago, a friend of mine, she was on Facebook and she asked me, uh, B Tang, she asked me, Ken, can you, she said, I'm looking for a black psychologist. And, and she tagged me in a post, Ken, can you help? Cause she knows I'm around. You know, every motherfucker. <laughs> so I put a post up on my page. I'm looking, can you guys help me? I'm looking for a friend of, you know, looking for a black psychologist and so many people commented on that string from counselors to psychiatrists to psychologists. I didn't even know that there was a black psychologist group here wow. in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And so many people got on that string. It was like, thank you so much. You don't know how bad I needed this information right now. Right. That's and, what it's all about, man. And it, it, I got kind of like one brother, he made a comment, Ken, you don't know how, 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 how I, in need of this like right at this moment right. and i could feel the pain in how he posted it that it almost had me in tears because yeah. i was like man like when you're doing things for the people and they're like can i really appreciate it and stuff like that that makes me feel good I, money is one thing I, right. i've had it all i've had money i've had you know saying i've been broke i done done everything so for me it's not even about financial Gains. Right. It's all about me being able to walk up, walk down the street, or walk in places, and I know people genuinely like me being right. there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Instead of going, oh yeah, you know, can right, here. Can. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna do this since since you uh from Chicago. Yeah. We'll put you onto the top ten right here. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we do a top ten list. Okay. I'm gonna split yours in a top uh, top five. Okay. So let's do top five greatest Chicago artists. Ooh, are we talking like all artistry? All artistry, whatever artistry you want to put in top mm. five. That's a tough list. Mm -hmm. That is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, top five greatest artists from Chicago. That's deep. Um. Let me give you the five that, that come to my mind okay. like real quick. Um, and I'm saying any artists that are based out of Chicago, whether yeah. they were born there, but they were, let's say, based out of Chicago. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, say Muddy Waters is up Ooh, there. I like wow. that. Um, Definitely. Minnie Ripperton is up there. Wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, Kanye is definitely up there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> like... He's he's very talented, you know. I hope the brother can get his center back. Um, I'm gonna just say common, and then probably the number one artist of this generation that people don't want me to say, R. Kelly. Yeah, you gotta say him. You gotta yeah, say yeah, him. You have to. You gotta say him. Hey, there would be no nineties. That's true. I mean, <laughs> many of you, many of you man. wouldn't even be born man. without R. Kelly, R. Kelly music. <laughs> that's right. Right. Many, all of y'all was born doing this music almost. <laughs> and wait, can I get it? And Earth, Wind, and Fire was a birth in Chicago as well. Really? I didn't know. Yeah. That. Okay, okay, okay. So damn. Uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. And we're going to do, um, 
top five food places in Chicago. <laughs> and that's the top two list. Oh, man. Um, well, I'm a Giordano's Pizza fan, so I'm going to put Giordano's up there. Uh, I need my White Castle. Shout out. They building one out like here. thinking about it right uh, now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not that far away. Right <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to go. October 23rd for the White Castle. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> right. I'll be there. Yeah, my I'll favorite barbecue there. spot was a spot called Harold's. I mean, not, not Harold's. Coleman's. That's Coleman's. on the west side. Okay. Um, but Harold's is good, too. But Harold's is actually coming out here. That's so Harold's right. Is that official? Here. Yeah. I heard about it, but that's, okay. that's they say it's official. We'll we'll find out when we when we, <laughs> right. when we try the mild sauce. Right, right. Um, but then there's another barbecue spot personally that I love. It's called Smoking Ends. Okay, it's out in Forest you Park. Saw you saw right, man. <laughs> you, man. You, Do you think any of the places that have uh, locations from Chicago and located out here? Do you think they're Anywhere near the taste Port, of Portillo's. Portillo's is Portillo's. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Because Ooh. like Portillo's, everything tastes good. It is. It it don't have like that deep soul connection. Like right. if you go to one of the hole in the wall spot. Yeah. But it, I remember me and my boy B House. Shout out to B House. Me, him, and my big bro. We went to Portillo's, the right. first one that they put out there off of Shea and. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I remember the first time we took a bite out of our Italian beefs, no. and we was just looking at each other <laughs> with tears there, they're coming down. <laughs> like, man, like, this is it, man. Yeah, it took me back. No, nah, they found That's good stuff. Yeah. I used to work at CVS right next to that. Uh-huh. We used to go there for lunch. Man. Oh, man, man. Hit that shit. Uh, I mean, had to wipe a tear fire. away right now. Place is fire, Yes, it is. Yeah. Right, are, we, are we playing the game today? Or? Yeah, we are playing the Ooh. game. I, I, I got you. So, so if what, are we doing a seven out of ten? No, she only three did. out of five. Three, three out, out of five. five. Three so out of five. If you get playing the game, if you oh. get three out of five, we will donate fifty dollars to your favorite charity. Oh, okay. And you have two lifelines two life that can months. assist you. Oh, okay, that's you dope. Let me. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Money on so, the line. <laughs> this week, the game is. Whose line is it anyway? Ooh, okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm going to have to probably use them lifelines. <laughs> I'm ready, though. Let's go. All right. First one is, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Mm. Oh, that's the Godfather. You got it. You got, got it. it. That's the Godfather. Got that clap. Don. That's Don. That's, that's Don Corleone. That's pretty easy. I told yeah. you. Yeah. Pretty All right. easy one on that one. They might be all a little easy because I kind of tested it out last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But I'm raw, though. You good? Right. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> they call me Mr. Mr. Tibbs. Oh, that's from the heat of the night. There you go. There you go. Yes, Ooh. sir. Got that clap. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got. Three more to go. Okay. But you got to get one more right to donate the $50. Right. Let's do it. I, I just, we might be coming out of $50 this week. Uh, I, just got, so I, got, I got that bonus on Friday, so yeah. I'm good. Hey, <laughs> I got that bonus. You good. I see dead people. Oh, this was an easy list this week. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wait, I see dead people. Why? Oh, come on, you ready? I know it, but I'm like, I'm like, what movie is this from? I couldn't think of the name of the movie myself. No, I knew the movie, but I couldn't think. Well, of the I, I got name it right it. now. Man. <laughs> I got it right now. Is it the, the sixth element or the, or the, the, oh, the six oh, sense? Oh, the oh, six oh. sense? <laughs> you should use a life now. Next question. <laughs> What's what was it though? It's the, the sixth sense. sense. I said the sixth element. The sixth <laughs> sense. <laughs> Yeah, got it wrong. Got it wrong. Yeah, got element wrong. was uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it was a six in that. We still good with the donation money. Okay, <laughs> we got two For though. Now. I still got, got two lifelines. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> the secret is, you got to coordinate. Ooh. Oh, bam! Boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. I already know what that yeah. is. Bang, bang, bang! Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. donate. $50 to your favorite donation or your fundraiser. Can I um name that what I wanted to be? Yes. 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 Because I met these brothers uh last week and uh well this week, matter of fact. And um it came out of a it came out of a a conversation on Facebook where um they there was a brother that asked the question like where can men go that's having problems with the mother of their children when they have custody you know right, right. or a safe place like when a mother has that same issue right. they have like places that they can go and get support and things like right. that because the, the chips right. are stacked against the men exactly and these women were in there like first of all men don't want to be men no more i'm like wait a minute the that's brother. the first thing the women have and if a, if a man let a woman beat him he's a punk i right. said man the brother didn't ask that i i made a comment something to the effect of when men are asking for help it's not because of physical abuse which can happen right it's more because of mental abuse and harassment right mm -hmm. you know i said sometimes men get um uh, put in s situations where false claims are made against them mm -hmm. and right. even once the claim is found to be false they still are affected yeah, yeah. the yeah. rest of their lives Definitely. because of that exactly. i said so the brother just simply asked if there was a place for help and one woman was like well based on the amount of single men that are parents compared to the amount of single women that are parents mm -hmm. it's not even it's such a small number that they don't even really need support anyway so i'm oh, like so you telling me let's say if it's 15 million single mothers and 1 million men that right. are single taking care of their kids they don't need that help. the men don't need help right. because it's only a million of them and we don't we they're taking a lot of assumptions too they Just are. because the the mother has the child, that doesn't always one hundred percent mean that's the best situation exactly. for the right. child. Right, right. They always give the mother the benefit, benefit of, the, of doubt the doubt because every state is a mother for the mother in any situation because they think that the child should be with the mother. But even though the mother may not be a better parent, than right. she may not be, be fit. Right. right. To be a parent. Be you have to like go. The court system is not really meant for men to win. You no, gotta like. It's not. She gotta be like in jail on drugs, on drugs right. can't be found right and then they go okay we'll let you have Definitely. part cut you know you right. join custody but the name of the organization is father for fathers okay. father for fathers yeah. father for fathers I father for fathers. I yeah. yeah and um i just met these brothers the other day okay um brother i met originally his name is kasasi and 
they have an organization and it's for fathers that have been through some things okay. and they're in, in trying to, you know, be a part of their children's lives. Some not able to be a part of their children's okay. life. Some have had false claims against them. And, you know, it's just about them trying to get some support. So when they trying to do something out there, I just want to support them. So that $50 Definitely. can go to them. Definitely. Definitely. And they have a website and everything that we can. Uh, yeah. I, let me it. give you the, this, this car right okay. here because they, um, his information is on there as well, and they can, you know, g give you whatever information for the donation okay. and everything. Well, we definitely will make sure definitely. we uh, get donation over to Fathers for Fathers and uh, get something going for them, man, because anything to help right. the community, yep. that's what we're trying to definitely. do. This, that's why we want to do this. It's yeah. not a lot, you know, but right. and, and anything can help. Exactly. You know? And, and there is just right now, from what I can see, is a two-man crew, and they're trying to get more involved in, you know, the community and things okay. like that. So I think. That should be something that at least yeah, can help so. them do something. Yeah, you know, it might it might put some paper out. in the printer, right. and, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying, some things like that. But, yeah. hey, everything counts. Definitely. Everything matters. Everything. Definitely. Definitely. So we're going to get into some uh, word on the street news. What's the word this Daniel week? Dip. What's you know? up? So we'll get some new stories and, like, you know, yeah. see your reaction with that as well. Um, You know, 50 Cent's coming out with uh, the TV show, the Black Mafia series, family series. Is based on BMF and everything. Uh, rumored to be a producer on the show is Drake. Wow. Drake is rumored to be involved with the show as well. So we'll see how, how that's going to be back. Because, you know, uh, Drake also helped get um, Top Boy back onto Netflix as well. So we'll see how that one is. Um, Dave East is accused of battery after a threesome. According to police report obtained by Team Z, uh, he was having a threesome with some ladies. Right. And one lady was upset that she wasn't getting enough attention. That's how it goes, man. Um, so he gets charged with? No kind of. Well, you think he had to choke her out? You know, she was tripping. She yeah. probably was choking uh, her, and she passed out during <laughs> sex and woke it, up, it, and he was with the other chick. Yeah. Right. They said, uh, uh, he, he said that the lady threw some champagne bottles uh, at him, um, and she's saying that he choked her. That's what wow. he's saying. Yeah. And so, but uh, they when all that commotion was going on, uh, Davies' friend did come in there and separate everybody, uh, saying that Davies wasn't the aggressor, but Can just because the accusation, just because the accusation, man. yeah. Um, Davies is in that situation. That sucks. I hope you don't got. He a picked the wrong two chicks. Yeah, he picked the wrong two chicks. Right. He, he probably got the well, one. at least one. I hope you don't got a woman at home because that's not the story you want to come home to. Yeah, yeah. Baby, I was having a threesome and uh, why, why are you? Yeah, I, I'll tell you um, about it later. For real. I don't know if y'all heard about this. Ohio woman accuses sending a video of her, of her trying to drown her six-year-old son in the bathtub and she sent it to the child's father. Didn't um, she record that she, live and send it to him? Yeah, she recorded and live and sent. This it to happened him. before, like in the in the past. So that's happened. There's a couple of stories of this situation. Yeah, so. this is. Yeah, this so is I don't know whether her mom will make her want to do something to her. That's that's. She that's get locked up for that. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's when you kick in doors, man. Yeah. And but when you kick in that door, then you you're not gonna get her. Because and that's the, that's the, that, those are the things that make you mad as a father, right? And that's what I'm saying. That's the situation where the courts gave the child sounds like it to the to the mother, and mm -hmm. look and look what happened. Yeah, definitely wrong um, person. Mother wasn't fit. Did they do like? Has, has she had any type of mental evaluation? But see, that's what they're gonna do What's next. She, going through, like, she let her get some help, and once she gets some help, then we'll get the, the child back. Right. Most definitely. Right. Um, this one we got right here is a woman 
who bailed out R. Kelly wants her money back because she didn't know R. Kelly was going to go uh, get indicted again in different states. So she wants the money back that she did. Well, sorry. <laughs> That's what the court Should told her. Gave you money right. Yeah. You know, I don't even know why you helped out R. Kelly in the nah, first damn man. place. You know what I'm saying? Your yeah. mind was telling you no. <laughs> hey, before you but your wallet Ken, was telling you, you yes. Go, before Ken go, he has to hit that high note. Yeah, uh, one time. exactly. Um, DMX, he signed back with um, Def Jam back at home over there. And there's rumor that DMX might be dropping a Christmas album called DMX. DMXmas. <laughs> DMXmas. I think that'll be actually dope. Yeah. You don't think that'll be dope? Hey, it might be, man. <laughs> it's gonna be like, singing red, some... Rudolph's red nose ring. Yeah. I don't know. It's jingle bell. Right, jingle and bell, it's jingle bell. bell. I don't know. Man. It's a shame. I don't know if we're gonna do all that. Like, it's a shame because <laughs> he, he's one of the the hardest MCs ever. Yeah, definitely. Well, ever. He's gonna bring yeah, yeah. barking dogs to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, uh, I was, you know, he is back at Dev Jam. That's what originally signed him. So. Right. Um, they so got a plan. Swiss, they, they, they definitely got a plan. They got Swiss, something going Swiss is involved in the situation mm -hmm. as well. The most overrated producer in history. Man. But go ahead. Yeah. Overrated? Yes. I think I had that conversation with you on Facebook about hey. that. We're not going to get into that. He had a couple. I, I think we had a he conversation. Let me not say he hasn't had dope music in the past, but he's overrated. I would agree. Who would you? Who would you? Would you take Pete Rock right, or would you? Exactly. <laughs> let's exactly. The, let's get to the next one. <laughs> let's I'll get to the next one. Uh, we're gonna have a hip hop show on that one right there. Right. Uh, I'll come Liff, back for that. Right. <laughs> Liff is facing a sexual assault case. A Lyft driver uh, picked up a woman, kidnapped her by gunpoint, and took her from New York to New Jersey, cross state. And uh, she was gang raped by two other men. They like uh, this, wow. This actually yeah, happened. Yeah, they're lifers now. Yeah. These actually happened in two thousand. Cross state lines. Yeah, it's cross yeah, state lines. It's in the state. It's federal. So they they lifers now, and they they might die in prison. Yeah. Where people find out. Oh, they plan all that. Like, yeah, go and get a dog and bring out. Like, well, all these women in the world that just want to give you some. Right. You ain't even got to know nothing about it. I just want to give it to you. Man. Why you? Why well, people take I don't it? Get it? What happened? Bro. See the situation. This happened last year, right? And she reported it to Lyft and everything. Lyft still charged her for the ride. After she already told them what's going on, they still hit her with the charge. We still need that twenty six ninety nine. The level of disrespect. And they you know charge you. The, the thing about Lyft is they charge your credit card before they even pick you up. Right. Yeah, they see if you got they anything could, they in. They could have gave her a refund. Is right. What I guess right. they're saying right. Yeah. So they, they should have given her a refund. They probably told her we'll hold your <laughs> refund until the end of the case, and we're going to check the outcome first. It's twenty six dollars, man. Damn. Yeah. I want to talk about this. You know, um, Kendrick Lamar just became the longest uh, chart in hip hop album. Kendrick in yeah. uh, <laughs> in history with his album, Good uh, Good Boy Man. What is it? Good Good, 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 good Kid Man City. city whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dope I just, I just want to name. Um, I'm gonna name ten of the the top ten longest hip hop albums on the uh, Billboard 200. Uh, that's the longest it's been on there. Um, Still number one is Eminem, even though he's Kendrick's number one for the album, but right. Eminem's still number one for Curtain Call, the hits. That's been on there for 462 weeks. That album sucked, didn't it? It was it was just a hits. It wasn't even it was oh, collections. Oh, it was a yeah. collection. Eight, okay. Yeah. Oh, almost nine years. Yeah, it's been on crazy. there for 462 weeks. That's it is crazy. nine oh. years. 
uh, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. Eminem. Uh, that came out in 2012, but it's been on there for 359 weeks. Seven years. Number three is Eminem Show, 2002, but it's been on there for 357 weeks. Uh, Drake, Take Care. It came out in 2011. It <laughs> came out three. He it's raps. been on the list for 341 weeks. The Eminem is back again uh, with his album Recovery 2010. It's been on there for 320 weeks. Then Drake again. Nothing was the same. 2013, 302 weeks. Then you have Tupac, Greatest Hits, that dropped in 98, 289 weeks. Then Drake again. Dang. Degrassi next generation. If you, if you read this, it's too late. <laughs> Dropped in um, 2015, 197 weeks. And you have Notorious B.I.G. Greatest Hits that came out 2007, 192 weeks. Then Drake again. Dang. 2006 with his album Views, 179 weeks. But then you have uh, Dr. Dre, 2001, came out in 1999. It was on there for 164 weeks. That's number 11. Two years, yeah, and that was probably the greatest album. But you gotta remember on the list. That's right. crazy. As far as music business, you know how the streams work now, right. and how 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 they count album sales now. It's way different from what yeah. the nineties yeah. and early 2000s. People so. can live off a single, uh, yeah. right? Like it, it's different. Like back in the day, like a lot of groups, like a uh, perfect example, Mellow Man Ace. He had Mentirosa, whatever. Mellow Man, Mellow Man Ace. Imanyana, hold to the ghost. Uh, ain't got no money. You probably, you probably was. It, was, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it came out in 1990. Right. I, was a, I was a senior in high school. Right. That's how far back we go <laughs> now. But I saw old school show where he came out and rapped and did like a little intro and did that song. It was like peace. I was like, damn, you can live. <laughs> but now, if that song came out, mm-hmm. I ain't go. Well, let's say if it came out in this generation, the way how the, how it was then, yeah. Financially, he could have lived a major lifestyle yeah. just yeah. by That's selling that song. single. Yeah. Because back then, record companies really didn't want to do singles because there really wasn't no money in them. No, but good. digitally, we ain't got to press nothing up. We can just send out some emails and some like song, man. That's all you need now. Yeah. Dumb deal. All, the, all them 91 hit wonders. All the 91 hit Yeah, that's why one hit wonders come out every other week now, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One song, man, pop, and then disappear. Cause yep. they all sound yeah, the same. The, the the originality just is not um, there, yeah. you know. And I remember coming up as an MC, or even let's say if you were a producer, you couldn't sound like another producer. No one. And an MC couldn't sound like another MC unless no. they were part of a collective like Bone right. or you yeah. know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if somebody heard you sounded, they'd be like, "Bro, you, you automatically this record coming yeah. out. Yeah. Automatic. Yep. Definitely. You biting me? Exactly. <laughs> biting. Right, yes. So let's get on with this, uh, the other lo- more local news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four-person ink cartridge theft crew caught in uh, Goodyear uh, trying to steal ink cartridges for brothers. Uh, Goodyear police report that on September 11th, they received information from Target employees that four suspects involved in a previous theft had just arrived at the National Retailer to uh, steal more uh, ink cartridges. I guess this is a move for them. They uh, allegedly stole over $6,000 in ink, printer ink cartridges. 
Damn, I wish I'd have hollered at <laughs> My printer is out of ink right now. I had to go to FedEx to print some stuff yesterday. I'm sure looking at it like ink cartridges, they got like, their face uh, flashed over here, but these right. brothers, well, they've been stealing like six, seven, eight thousand mm -hmm. worth, worth of ink cartridges, man. What they doing with the ink cartridges? They they got must got a hookup they can sell them to. Yeah. The flip. Yeah. They said they're all they're all from uh Victorville, California. And wow. uh, they came out here to hit a Target store for for some uh ink cartridges, man. Yeah. That's that's the licks we doing. Welcome to Arizona's jail system. <laughs> right. The penal system in Arizona. Yeah. You're not gonna like it too much. But um two dead after shooting their 32nd Street and uh Roosevelt. Um uh, according to police officers responding to the parking lot of an apartment complex near 32nd of Roosevelt just uh, before 9 p.m. Uh, once officers arrived at the scene, they found two people who had suffered fatal gun wounds. A third victim was found at a local hospital with nine life-threatening injuries. Police have identified the two victims who died as a 20-year-old man and a 20-year-old man and a 22-year-old man. The third wounded suspect is a 17-year-old boy. Information with led up to the shooting and what the suspects are is unknown. Uh, so hopefully more information to come back out. And I'll, you know, if, if I can, I'll remember and everything. I'll try to get more information on that. Right. Uh, remains of a Tucson team was found in the desert. Um, they've been looking for the team for uh, been missing. And uh, his uh, remains, he was 16-year-old Joshua Tyler. Uh, I guess he died of uh, dehydration in the desert. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, walking around out there, man. I, I don't know. Stay hydrated, drink yeah. some water. It's not, a game. Man. it's not a game. Apparently, uh, I don't know exactly what was going on, but uh, saying he was he was lost and um and he didn't have any water with him. So uh, he died out there in the desert. I wonder was he high? I'm I'm the reason I'm asking, I'm the reason I'm saying that is you just don't walk in the desert right. and Where get lost. You know, like, where, don't, don't you, like, go to a certain point and realize, you know what? I, need I, to I think I'm going the wrong way. Let me go <laughs> Let me back. Turn around, right? I'm turning around. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, that's yeah, sad, though. Sad. And who leaves the house, especially in Arizona, man. without any water? But I don't know if he was going for a hike or what he was exactly he was doing, so I yeah. can't really say for sure on, on that what he was doing. So, But um, they, they did find him. He was missing. But uh, a 69-year-old former elementary school teacher was arrested on uh, numerous sexual explicit images and videos showing young girls was found on his computers. Uh, William T. Baker was booked in America for jail on 10 cocks of uh, sexual exploitation of a minor, according to a press release Friday. Uh, court documents say Baker's a former elementary school teacher who taught at Southwest Elementary School, Nevitt Elementary, and other elementaries within Kyrene School District. Uh, which operates in uh, Tempe and um, Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So this guy, he probably been doing these type things for years, yeah. man. It's, it's my first thought when I saw it. He's got the pictures and the videos on his computers. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so he's he had 13 images uh, depicting the expectation of a minor, according to Doug type court documentation. Uh, he's being held on $5,000 bond. That's it? Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You know somebody, know somebody, know somebody? He has images of children on his computer and he's being held at five thousand dollars exactly yep all he gotta pay is five hundred dollars to get out ten percent if that's the way they do it here yeah uh, all right i, I, I ain't Little never messed around that's crazy yep. 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 that was the the news for the day the word on the street word on the street word ladies all right so you know 
Every week, Sister Sosha comes to y'all with something different. Mm-hmm. This week, we are going to discuss women who post nudes online. <laughs> Why are they doing it? Is it for attention? Of course. Is it because they're single and they think they can do whatever they want? Oh, man, they single. <laughs> right now, they want not. likes. Or are they married and still posting pictures like this? Man. Well, what do you think? Man, I, I want to keep my filter on. Cause no filter. Because like, I, I, I could get a little, a little overreactive, but I just don't understand. Like, you have a nice body. Congratulations. You know, everybody has their own types and stuff. But it's Definitely. like, why do you have to put it out there? Are you modeling? Are you getting paid for it? You know, and then when it comes to that point, are they point, doing this for free? Are they doing it for free? And it's like you have people that people know you on there, you know, and it's like if you don't have kids yet, those pictures come back, you know? It's like I don't know. I just <sighs> you already got kids and still post yeah. pictures like that. Or you see the pictures with the kids in the back. <laughs> you know, it's like or the kid <laughs> taking a picture of them and they and the kids like, oh snap, I got myself in the mirror too. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Oh. You're I like, just don't get it. You ain't never did it. sit on the on the uh, bathroom counter pick. No, I can't even reach the bathroom counter. Like, uh. <laughs> it's like I don't understand. Like you have a great body, congratulations. You have a great bra, congratulations. Victoria's Secret had had a sell, but that's it. Like, Victoria's Secret ain't a secret no more. It's all uh, over Facebook. Her uh, secret's everywhere. Well, I mean, what you think, Ken? Well, I, I think if you're using it. For financial reasons, mm-hmm. or you know, you're trying to get some exposure. That's one thing, right? But I think for the for the most part, a lot of them they do it to get some affirmation from other people. And mm-hmm. the the crazy part, you know, especially in the TMZ world, and you know, you all these paparazzi showing up everywhere, like. When I grew up, you didn't know who was straight. You didn't know who was gay. You didn't know what people did right. when they was on vacations. Right. You didn't know none of that kind of stuff. Now it's like everything is so much in front of the camera, you know, and a woman can just be bending over to pick her child up and they go, look at her stomach right here. Right. So now you have this woman who body probably energy. thought, yeah, body yeah. shaming. And it's like, Man, I can't even pick my child. Now I'm in the gym. Now I'm watching what I eat. Now I'm looking anorexic. And, you know, we're doing a lot of unhealthy things Mm -hmm. because of the imagery. But the crazy part, women do that to women. Right. Most men, we like to have a little something to hold on to. You know what I'm saying? Like women, the the shaming part comes from women shaming other women. Men don't, we don't get out with all that kind of stuff. But it's just sad that people feel like they need to get love that even really even real love because these same people who love your picture when you doing good or you out there doing some, put some clothes on you doing something positive see how many likes you get right, right exactly that's, that's right. if it's not your booty and your and your ass showing you're not getting the 50 50 60 70 80 100 a like because right. you know they get thousand likes on instagram is amazing Right. 7,000 likes. I'm like, damn. Yeah, man. 7,000. On just one picture. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, this today, I mean, we always, all of us are looking for acceptance. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to feel beautiful. Everybody wants to feel like they, that they are a part of something and that they, um, that they're beautiful. And everybody want to feel as though that uh, other people feel that they're they're beautiful. 
And I understand those parts of things. I just think that sometimes we go too far. Um, like nowadays, every picture women take, most of the girls are bent over in the picture. Either they're sideways bent over or somehow their booty is showing in the picture with their faces turned mm -hmm. contorted toward the camera to make sure that their face is shown and their booty shown at the same time. Right. So this this is how they take pictures now. Or you know, so or they do the 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 one where the, the camera's up here and it's shooting straight, straight down, down to their boobs. And you, know? you like, well, you can't see past here. You right. know what I'm saying? I, I saw one woman, we were Facebook friends, and I looked at some of her pictures and they were all headshot. Right. And I asked her, I, or or shots of her friends. Right. I said, I said, uh, why you only got hair shot? She was like, well, I'm trying to work on my body. And until I feel comfortable sharing it, I'm like, man, you shouldn't let people make you feel uncomfortable right. like that. That's real. But, you know, you can only talk to certain right. people. Everybody has to understand, man. No everybody matter what, everybody too. is not going to like you. Mm -mm. Somebody mm -hmm. is going to have something to say. Most people don't like me. I don't really give a fuck, man. Right. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Right. Most people don't. They unfriend me on Facebook. <laughs> 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 that's pretty normal. People don't like what I have to say. You know what I mean? But hey, dog, that's me. I'm not going to change who I am. Right. Some people don't agree with the things I say. I'm not going to change what I'm saying. Right. So mm -hmm. don't change who you are if because people don't like you. Some people are big, some people are little. Don't just be yourself. Exactly. Be happy who you are, and try to be and be happy with you. Like uh, what one, you have. the the one girl I forget which celebrity it was. She came out and posted a picture of herself on Instagram, but the photo was unedited, mm. and all of her previous photos have been edited. To right. It's taken out of a cellulite. Mm -hmm. She's doing this, and girls are just so. They're hard yeah. on other women. Yeah. I think. And that's the that's the thing. The the filter game is on on, on a million right now. Man. Oh man. Oh, man. Filters. What happened before? You know, now these filters You got to see how crazy. ugly these chicks were. <laughs> these, you don't even know these who are traps they are. is what right. I call them. It's a straight up trap. You get right. that you, filter trap. You if you don't find a picture without a filter and then you see it without that filter, you like what? And not just the ugly. Now there's guys that look like girls and girls look like guys. And they're really guys. They're really girls. Hey, you know? It's yeah. the extreme catfishing era right now with all these uh, extreme. Filters. And, and I, 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 I shout out to the women. I, 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 if you wear makeup, that's cool. But right. Yeah. I like a woman that don't wear no makeup. And me too. You know me saying? too. I like a woman that don't really wear wigs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, but I'm oh, not saying man. that. I'm not saying that yeah. it's wrong. I'm just oh. saying like I'd rather have a woman that's hair just whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but at least I just want to know if the real her. Right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I dated a woman. I swear I never saw her real hair. She would she she either had it braided or she had a wig on like all the time and it was just it just got to a point i was just like it's too much wonder why they don't have any edges why this man her hairline was like stephen a smith oh, i said Lord. come on man oh, oh got the lebron james hairline we going too far now what's next what we got next going that's another story right Man. Yeah, that's gonna be another story. Oh man, yes it is. Women pulling their edges out. Mm. Mm. So this week, you know, we have a weekly meal. This week's meal is buffalo chicken sliders yes. with coleslaw. Mm. Say yes. yes. And guess what, guys? What? We brought some in. Oh mm. lord. <laughs> 
for you guys to sample and review. Is the slaw <laughs> on top of the sandwich or on the side? On the top of the sandwich. He don't like coleslaw, so if yeah. you don't want coleslaw. On the side. Thank you. Can I get, I'm, I may have to get mine wrapped up to go because I have to get up out of here in yeah. Like yeah. a few minutes. Yeah. Cool. I appreciate right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to have, um, we're going to slow cook the chicken. Okay. What we're going to do for our ingredients, we have two pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breast. Nice. We're going to do a cup and a half of Frank's buffalo hot sauce. Mm -hmm. Two tablespoons of butter. Mm -hmm. One and a half teaspoon of salt. Half teaspoon of pepper. Nice. Ciabatta rolls to serve it on. Nice. And garlic cloves. Oh. To make the coleslaw, you're going to need 14 ounces of a coleslaw mix, a half cup mayo, two tablespoons of white sugar, one and a half tablespoons of lemon juice, one and a half tablespoons of white vinegar, a fourth teaspoon of salt, and a half teaspoon of pepper. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do first is we're going to start the chicken in the slow cooker. We're going to place the chicken by itself. You don't have to trim the fat. Don't have to wash it. Just cut, take the chicken out the container, out of the, out of the packaging, put it in your crock pot, slow cooker. Then you're going to put in your buffalo sauce and your two tablespoons of butter. That's it. You're going to cover your crock pot, cover your slow cooker, and you're going to cook it on high for four hours, or you can cook it low for eight hours. While your chicken is in the crock pot or your slow cooker cooking, you'll um, compare your coleslaw and then you'll preheat your oven to broil. You're gonna split your ciabatta rolls in half, face up, brush them with some olive oil and put them in the oven and broil them for five to seven minutes. Once the chicken is fork tender or whatever, you can shred your chicken down to the shred that you like. Once the um, rolls are brown on the top, you take them out of the oven and you're gonna take, take the garlic clove that we had earlier and you're just gonna rub that garlic clove. You smash it and rub it over top like of your bread. Paste. Not even like a paste, you're just making pretty much like a garlic bread just yeah. to give it something. Give a little taste to it. Just a give it a little different flavor, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're gonna top the buns with your chicken and your coleslaw and those that don't like coleslaw can have it on the <laughs> Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. Side coast so kind of guys. If y'all, we're going to take a break real quick. We'll be back in a minute. All right. If you're watching live on the Facebook page, bear with us. We're going to take about a two-minute break. Mr. King Kong, thank you for joining us, oh, boss man. man. Thank you. Y'all got another engagement he has going yes. on. Yes. So. My man's got a community event he got yes. to go to. Important to man in there. Definitely. Unit. So we're going to take a little break, take pictures with Mr. Ken Kong, I'll be right back. Stay with us. We'll be hey, appreciate you coming. Thank y'all for having appreciate me. It. No problem. I, I, Are we live? Yep, yep, so we back. We back. What uh? Mm -hmm. I, what's, what's Kevin? Aisha, these are the, the meal of the week right here. That's it, man. Ooh, so yours, good. What's yours at, Tito? It's coming, Aisha. Slow roasted. Mm-hmm. The hot sauce. 
All right. Beautiful. Definitely. So slow cooked mm-hmm. buffalo's chicken with mm. some yeah, homemade mm. coleslaw to go on and top of go. it. And just season the sauce. The sauce. Mm-hmm. Are we ready for the days already? Mm-hmm. Never mind. I will be back with mm-hmm. that guys. Mm-hmm. All right. I did forget those. So definitely, that's the um, you know the weight. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not a coleslaw fan. I even choose the the, the coleslaw. Mm-hmm. It's a good because you know the the, the heat from the the sauce. Yeah. Tita, for anyone that needs one. Yeah. She done made Put the uh, fingers and you know. No, definitely. She done made last week's middle of the week and it was Yeah, I saw that. You good. did put that in the chat that she mm-hmm. made last week's middle of the week with the chicken wraps. Yes, How did What's it that? turn out? Was it spicy? What did you guys think? I didn't get the spicy one. I just did like mayo spread and we did like um I drizzled like a little bit of like I think I, I had left over sriracha sauce. Okay. So give yeah. it like a little kick because, you know, you, you did show, show mm-hmm. sauce. It was good. I did um finish and then um provolone. And I did kind of like a ch- chicken breast cut. Word, word. It was good. I was I like this. And, and, it, and it was easy. And it was fast. That's cool. Most definitely. They're definitely not as hot as I thought they were going to be. I thought mm-hmm. they was going to be a lot yeah, hotter. Yeah, because. But the red hot. Yeah. The Frank's yeah. hot. Yeah. But the, but the coleslaw, you know what I'm saying, kind of um, counteracts that. Yeah. The heat that you get in the little Yeah, because last yeah. night we. Um, um, you know, when down. I cooked it, I, I had to give it a little try to see how spicy it was going to be. So. I was automatically sweating. Yeah. Instant yeah. heat. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, do you think that coleslaw is going to cool it off? It did. Yep. yep. Ken got his to go. <laughs> Ken, shout out to King Kong, man. We just got finished interviewing King Kong. Good dude right there, man. Yeah, that's the man. Yeah, he put in work. He puts in work. I'm known dude for a long time. Man. Yep, yep. So this this we're gonna we're gonna get into the lean perspective. Yes. Before we we can't we can't end the show without the lean nope. perspective. Come can't on, end y'all. It without the we lean. took our little break. We still here. What we want to talk about this week is um uh Candace Owens, the Congress. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she talked about white supremacy and white nationalisms are not a problem for the black community. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, based on, on the hierarchy of what's impacting minority Americans, if I had to make a list of 100 things, white nationalism would not make the list Owens declared on Friday. Uh, f- this is just five months after far-right pundit Candace Owens told Congress that the rise of hate crimes is, is fake and the GOP strategy was a myth and Republicans once again invited her to testify before a subcommittee on combating white supremacy. This time around, the conservative uh, provocateur straight up dismissed the notion that white nationalism is a problem. Early in on in Friday's hearing before the House Oversight Joint Subcommittee, Owens, who late last year said Adolf Hitler was okay before he tried to go global, downplayed the threat of white supremacy in the United States, calling it nothing more than fringe issues. Uh, reminder, the uh, El Paso mass shooting was less than two months ago. Two months ago, yeah. And uh, but she, you know, I want to say a couple of things on this, and uh, I want to see what you guys, how you, what you guys think. And uh, you know, a lot of what things things she's talking about is that the uh, the problems that she really think is uh, the black on black violence, what they they love to blame, 
and she said the masculine the, the losing of masculinity in the black community which i, I thought was kind of um contradictory because how can you have black on black crime and these men killing each other if they are with the lack masculine, of right masculinity right you they wouldn't be killing each other they wouldn't you, have you all this have, lack of masculinity you mm -hmm. can't have it that way i mean right that, that seemed like contradicting statements to me right but um you know white supremacy does not affect you physically like it used to Right. Black people yeah. aren't getting hung or beat up as much as they was in the, the 1910s or the 1920s. Right. It's more of a um, um, systematic, systemic situation right. where it's more of a, they see your name. You don't get the job because your name is Laquisha more than a, a Tommy or a Jane would get the job. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? You get typecast. And those are the type things that's that's hurting the black people more than not than a physical contact of white supremacy so systematic it's, racism right, it's, it's, it's more of those corporate things, racism issues corporate issues where we're not getting the, the opportunities to be yeah. able to rise up to the ceo levels that some of these other companies are allowing uh, other people to to uh, rise to now it, it can be some things of uh, money and lack of education but those things are because you know are also because of the traps that they have set up in our communities so for people think, to go to jail. And, do you think uh, in corporate world, if you had more experience than the counter white counterpart or or Asian or whatever, versus having the educational portion, do you think you would have most people? We don't have the opportunity. We get turned down. Right. for those jobs be even though we're qualified enough to get those jobs sometimes right but we don't have the educational portion well, you to know, back it up a lot, a lot of does these, that hinder a lot of these promotions? companies are set up by nepotism you gotta understand that it's who you know who who you know and who knows you who's your cousin who's your uncle who's your best friend where he work at that's usually how these jobs are gotten and you can't blame them. You, know someone you could who be knows mad. Somebody. Right. That's how it is. That's how these people get these jobs. Oh, my uncle, he works right. at this at this company. So yeah. my uncle gonna be able to get me on and right. get me on. Oh, and then his uncle is already known. He's been working there for 30, 40 years. So when he comes in, he's gonna get him on. And we don't have that opportunity to be able to grab our people as much. Some people do, but not as much in these big companies, corporate companies, do we have that. No ability to pull our people in and no, pull them into those big uh big roles and making big money 50 60 70 thousand dollars no, we don't no. have that ability no no so when our kids come out of high schools most of the time they're lost and they don't have um a good direction on what they need to do to be able to be successful in their life we we are down in schools because a lot of people go to schools and then they're not getting the opportunities because they don't know the right people. Yeah, education is whack right now. Yeah. Right. Especially it costs so much Arizona. money. Yeah. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. And of and money. people are not getting the the outcomes from the education that yeah. they that they think they should. And like we gotta like it, you say they, they do and then they see how they look or or, or where, where they're from. And it's like they give the, the guy that does doesn't know anything, but his uncle is the owner of the, you know of this guy versus the guy that, that has the study, the schooling. Not the experience or not the common, you know, 
people that know people and stuff. So, you right. Know, well, hey, we know you got to work twice as hard. Mm-hmm. You got to work twice as hard as the next man. Especially so, if you're a minority. Right. You can't give up. You can't. I always like I always I like to say stay positive, man, because you have to stay positive. You can't give up. You can't if you can't think automatically, hey, I'm black, I can't, or I'm Mexican, I can't make it because these white people, they gonna have a leg. It don't matter, man. It's like you gotta work harder. You gotta work harder. You gotta have as much education and you gotta work as hard as them. You, it's best when you are from these neighborhoods that they are from, but it doesn't always make, make it 100% that you're not gonna make it. Right. You can do it being from places that's not from there or not even or come to a whole new city and you can be successful. Right. So, I mean, I just don't agree with her. her I definitely whole agree with that portion of what you said. Because, like, back in my little bitty home-ass town, what jobs are there? Biscuitville. Right. Bojangles. Walmart. Right. Lowe's. Home Depot. Your environment is a lot. Right. So, it's like, if you can't find a job that's going to help you excel in your career path and what you actually want to do, a job ain't going nowhere. Who wants to make nine dollars for the rest of their life and say, "Okay, I'm happy with nine dollars"? Well, you got you can't be happy either. And a lot of us are, are settling. Fifteen dollars is not a lot of money nowadays. Twenty dollars an hour is not a lot of money nowadays. You have to be willing to keep striving to keep make more money. Now yeah. it takes two people in a in in a, in a house just to even for income to even make a difference right? for you to be able to even save or do the things that you want to do and be happy doing them. You have to have at least a two person income. Definitely. Well, I mean, it's tougher now because of inflation and because of how much everything costs. <clears throat> but at the same time, I do agree that white supremacy physically doesn't hurt us as much as it used to. But like I said, systemic issues and the issues that we face going to jail, being pulled over more, those issues hurt us more. But we also have to take responsibility by saying, hey, the amount of killing. What am I gonna do, do different? What can we do different in our communities to stop the killing, to stop the murder? They say black on black crime, but if you look on white on white crime, it's it's just about the same. You know what I mean? White people kill other white people. But the thing is they don't- Black people it's, kill it's other white people. That's, yeah. that's how We say is. black on black crime. We got first forty-eight that pretty much highlights black on black crime and stuff like more, that's going right. on. But if you watch it like um, forensic forensic files, files it's more white case. on white crime where they're killing their wife. It's, it's, and, it's more you know it's I mean? more entertaining to see black people killing black people than on shown on TV. Well, this is about what the situation is. Usually, black people in those forty-eight hours situations, they're usually young, dumb, don't have nothing to lose, so they go out and shoot somebody right on the middle of the street and do some dumb shit. Forensic files, they're trying to get away with the shit because they have a little money and they have something to lose. So they're they're burying their wife or they're doing all this stuff to try to get away with the crime because they got money and insurance money they're trying to get. These kids are just shooting up shit, man. They just yeah. some kids who got a gun and they're lost and that now that we didn't fail them. Cause I think we fell in these kids when we let them get their hands on guns at these young ages and they go and through all these crazy shit. That are right. I mean, yeah. for real, we failed them. We let the we let these kids getting guns ruin the neighborhoods. Isn't it's just as much as the adults' fault as it is the kids' it's fault? It's that yeah, meme they, that goes around on Facebook that says um, kids don't know how to act no more because the the village don't raise the kids no more. Right. 
Nobody want to say anything. All the to parents each other. get butt hurt when when the village try to help take care of the kids and correct the kids and discipline the kids. Because you correcting their parenting now, nobody want to hear that. So nobody wants to say, oh, you know, you're doing wrong instead of taking it as a, the criticism, taking it as advice. So. Right. So but I do I agree with her better. on that. That or, we do have yeah. some responsibility, and we and, do have to be more accountable for the right, things for that what, we do. The, in the things community. that we are doing, and and we we do have marches for black or black crime and when things happen we march and we we go to the town hall meetings and we yell and scream to try to get these guns off the streets but when you have the rest of the state saying we don't want to change our gun laws and our community saying we need it changed and then they say oh it's the democrats that's making the laws for y'all community democrats don't run just our communities they right. it's a state issue mm -hmm. and one the states that usually have the most gun violence are usually Republican run states. And I'm not talking about gun violence shooting. I'm talking about also suicide and also accidents. Because what Alaska is like number one in gun violence when you when you count in yeah. accidents, suicide, suicide right. and, and down, yeah. right. And that's you have to put them all in there. You can't just be like, oh, Chicago, they shoot each other every day. Right. Alaska's out like there committing suicide every day. So it's always more or less. It's not when they talk about gun violence, it's more or less mass shootings, black on black crime, but they don't always count in the whole as a gun violence thing like the, the accidents and suicide. And, and those important those are large laws. Like said, Why don't how, how they matter? Starts. It's just like a puzzle. It's like right. a maze. It a five year old kid shouldn't be able to get exactly. their hand on the right, gun. Right, 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 right. And then it ends up in a, a you know, he ends up as a teenager in a mass shooting with some other kids or like you never know. Then he's never gonna know, know them. Right, because you know, like you say, a village didn't raise them. Right, right, right. It's to, we we the isolate. We're isolating ourselves from everyone, homeschooling and high isolating, and then wondering why these kids are uh, are getting angry and, and can't handle out. public situations. Rebelling. Right, they can't handle the public because usually we keeping them out of the eye of the public. Everybody's in the house. That's right. But uh, that's the lean perspective for this week, episode thirteen. Uh, and uh, hope y'all like that. Man, yeah. Another episode of Daniel T the podcast. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Like I said, we had Ken Kong in the building. Salute to him and his uh, underground experience he has going on as well. Yeah, check every... him out. Wednesday? Don't forget, Wednesday? we got Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. 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 I forgot what day it was. I'm sorry, but fifty dollars for donating to Fathers for Fathers. Yeah, we are, yes. we are going to donate to Fathers for Fathers because he won the game. He did win. And you know, check out his underground experience. Just go to Ken Kong's page. He has all listed there. And also to check out every Monday, uh, belief is uh, let's talk about it. From okay. Seven to seven to nine, his show on, on Icon, oh, Radio. Icon Radio, right? Yep. So go out there, support my mans and them. Support us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the Facebook page. Subscribe. Subscribe to Subscribe. the YouTube channel. Like the Facebook page. Please like and share. Share. Right. share. <laughs> share. Share. It's the Daniel T the podcast. We out. We out. Holla, holla. Peace.